All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. It's Fit Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Misfit Nation. Be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps. And of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel, the underscore Misfit Nation. So you stay up to date with all our episodes as they release and get to meet our great guests. Our next guest is the founder of the Exhausted to Extraordinary Method, a three-step method to unblock your mind, reshape your thinking, and return the joy to your work in 90 days. As a psychologist, coach, and author of the international bestseller, the 7E solution to burnout. She works with six-figure executives, entrepreneurs, and professionals in high-stress industries who are struggling with anxiety, being overwhelmed, and burnout. So without further ado, let's get Dr. Sharon Grossman on the Misfit Nation. How are you, Dr. Sharon? I'm doing great. How are you, Rich? Awesome. Awesome. Great day. Great way to start the week. Fantastic. So if you don't (laughs) mind, just uh, tell us a little bit about you, how you got started in... uh, from as far back as you want to go to where we are now? Sure. Uh, well, so I was originally trained to be a psychologist. So I spent many years in school learning all about the mind and people's personalities and all these different things that make us who we are. And I've been doing that work for about 20 years now. And about five and a half, six years ago, I started doing some coaching on the side and over the course of these years, been really trying to figure out exactly who do I love working with? What are the things that they struggle with and how can I help? And as somebody who is in business for myself, those were really important questions. And so what I landed on was that I really enjoy working most with the people who are hungry for that self-improvement. And that's part of the reason why I really wanted to be on your show because you're focusing on mindset. And I think that's one of the most important things that we have going for us. Um, And so people who are interested in that subject typically are people who are more likely to invest in themselves in growing and in improving their lives. And so I thought, you know, with these kinds of people, especially the ones that are really highly driven what are their struggles? And typically what we see is that they are putting a lot of pressure on themselves and oftentimes they burn out in the process. And I said, well, you know, if I take all of the things that I've been teaching my clients for the last 20 or so years and kind of bring it together in a systemic way, then what I can do is really offer people a way out of burnout. And so that became my mission. And part of the reason why I come on these shows is to really educate people in terms of what they need to look out for. Because unfortunately, what happens with burnout is that people don't often realize that they are burned out until it's too late. So it's not uncommon for somebody to come and talk to me about their burnout story And they say that, you know, now they realize looking back that their job that they had three years ago, that's when they burned out. But as they were going through it, they don't really have the language to talk about it. They don't really understand that that's what's happening. And so Rich, you can probably relate to this where we talk about, I feel stressed, I feel exhausted, I'm really worn down. And so if we don't have the right quote unquote diagnosis for a problem, then we're not seeking the right solutions 
to help ourselves. And that's really important. And um, I think that if, if you just see that maybe, you know, you're not sleeping at night, then you might think I need a new mattress. But if the reason you're not sleeping and you have insomnia is because you have trauma or because you're really stressed out or because you're burned out, like each of those things is going to require a different solution. So it's really important for us to talk about what's going on, really get a clear understanding of that, and then be able to target what we need to focus on in order to help us recover. Exactly. And uh, I believe uh, from my former career in the military, we've seen a lot of the stresses, the stresses of combat fatigue and stuff like that. And you just think it's part of the day that you're just going through and you're going through those ebbs and flows of the day. And each day is getting worse and worse, but you don't realize that you're actually burning out until later on when you finally sit down and talk to someone else who can diagnose you. And I think that's a very important part of this. Exactly. So, um, I, you know, it's kind of interesting. You talk about combat fatigue and that's not something that we talk a lot about because most civilians obviously don't have that experience, but I bet there's a lot of overlap. So I'm curious if you can share a little bit from your experience, if you've had that, uh, combat fatigue, what that looks like. And then we can talk about how that might be similar to burnout. It kind of, it's like, you just wind up going through the motions each day. Cause you know, you have to do uh, X, A, B, A to Z each day. You gotta get up and do the whole checklist, but you're not really passionate about it. You're just doing it. So you make it through and you, so you get your people through it's because you're so burnt burnt out of it or fatigued from being in combat 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And for most times it's about a year that you're doing that. So every day you're just pushing yourself to the limit. You're drinking as many energy drinks as you can to stay through the day to stay up and focused and get through it. So by the end of the day, you either you pass out for probably two hours and you're right back at it because you can't sleep because you have all that adrenaline pumping and you have the trauma in your mind, kind of just like a, a trauma a victim that's on the outside the civilian world so when it's gone through a trauma accident or something happened in childhood something that keeps them up it's the same thing that happens to the soldier on the battlefield yeah there are total overlaps there and all the things that you mentioned are so true also for workplace burnout so for instance you were talking about how you're so tired you're so exhausted that you end up on these energy drinks and we see that a lot in the workplace, people are drinking tons of coffee and they're doing everything they can to boost up, you know, their ability to focus. So it's kind of like that wired and tired scenario where you have all this adrenaline, but you can't really focus because you're so exhausted. Right. And so we're trying to artificially boost ourselves up, but really what it is, is a wake up call that we need to do something different, that what we're doing doesn't really work for us. Now in the workplace, we certainly have more of a choice and more uh, just control over our lives, right? We can decide right. that I want to cut back. I want to go part-time. I want to get another job. What happens when you're in combat and you have combat fatigue and you're feeling all this burnout? It, there's no real respite from it. You just got to either keep pushing forward or you're done. You got to, you want one of the ones getting hurt or hurting yourself by trying to do too much at once. And then you wind up going home with other injuries besides your mental injuries. Yeah. So I got to imagine that that feels like a trap. Yeah, it's kind of like you're in a, a never-ending mousetrap that you can't get really out of it until you're finally done. And after 22 years, I was done. And a lot of my guys and girls, are they're slowly getting done now. So how do you stay in it for 22 years when that's your experience within like year one? 
Well, year one, my first half of my career was before the war on terror. So mm-hmm. it was mostly training and getting ready for the big war with Russia or the, a nation state. And then 9-11 happened and we wound up in a whole totally different type of war, fighting people that looked like just regular civilians on the street. And you know who was who, fighting everyone, every different direction. So my last 15-ish years were at war. And it is just insane for the whole time. But it, by, by the time you're at that point, you got to stay anyway because you want the full retirement. And actually, that's what happens a lot in the workplace, believe it or not. So you have people who work in different sectors where there's maybe a pension. And so we're just kind of pushing ourselves through just to make that marker. I've actually had people share that with me where they said, you know, I was working for like a, either as a teacher or I was working in some sort of uh, healthcare or something where there was that pension. And like, I was totally fried and I just kept going because I was like, Oh, I still have another year and a half, or I still have another three years. And this is what leads to really, um, that deterioration of your body because your body starts, I don't know if you've had this experience, but when people are burned out and they just keep pushing and they're not sleeping and they're drinking all that caffeine and they're doing all these things just to kind of keep on keeping on, your body starts to really fall apart. You start to notice that there's all kinds of physiological symptoms. It could be that there's also some anxiety, like your heart's pounding incessantly, things like that happen. But there's also people who develop autoimmune diseases and all kinds of things that can really be that much more damaging mentally. When you think about like now I'm working as hard as I am and I'm falling apart. And so that brings up so much fear because what does it mean? Right. And so much of kind of the spiral that we go through comes back to what we're making our experience mean. So are you making it mean that you're failing at it and that you just need to keep going even harder? Or are you making it mean that there's something wrong with you? What, what What's happening internally? So that's the mindset piece. Definitely. And uh, I've seen many, many of my uh, peers, wind up just like that and as soon as they hit the brakes they fell apart they fell apart internally externally and they really had no idea what to do with themselves at that point because they weren't at war anymore they didn't have that checklist to do every day but their body was already timed out because they beat it up so bad for x amount of years that now that they can't do anything they sit home now and they drink all day and i think part of the problem there is that your whole identity gets shaped by what you do with your life, right? So if you're in combat, if you're in the army or wherever you are, like you see yourself as that soldier or that general, whatever it is, right? Or if you're in the workplace, I see myself as that leader or as that manager. And now if that gets taken away from me because I can no longer show up in the way that I need to, then it's like my whole identity has been shattered and that's <laughs> devastating to people. So now it's like, I need to figure out who am I and what do I do with myself now that I'm no longer in that context, right? So there's a lot that we need to work on mentally to help ourselves kind of get back to our lives, back to ourselves. And I think sometimes we get ourselves into these situations where we're so consumed by whatever our context is because we weren't really clear to begin with. So it was easier to just step into a framework where everything is decided for us and we're just told kind of like what to do and what what 
patterns to follow. And so when that gets taken away, then we're really lost because it's like, well, that's what I thought I was going to be doing. Now I actually have to figure this out, you know, and so that's hard because it's not like you had some idea to begin with. So I don't know if, um, if that speaks to you or anybody that you know of, but I think that can be really difficult. So we've got all of the physiological components that make it, make it hard when you're burned out. And then on top of it, there's all of the mental chatter that comes up where you're telling yourself, like, not only did I fail or this isn't working out the way that I wanted to, and I'm totally disappointed and I'm frustrated, but now it's also like, what do I do from here? Where do I go? That's it. Uh, the day after I got out of the army, I always tell people, I looked in the mirror and I said, what do I do with my hands? Because I didn't know what to do after 22 years of being a soldier and doing that every day, putting my boots on, going to work. Now I didn't have anything really to do. So for 365 days, I did nothing. I took a year completely off without working. I couldn't get a job. No one would hire me. But it was actually more helpful to me because it made me build my mind a lot stronger. I read a lot of books. I found out more about myself. And I went into my first job 365 days exactly later to help others to with their transition and to get through these obstacles. And I think uh, a lot of us as the veteran side, as they have that new uh, nuance of who they are, what they are going to be, that's a, another stigma that's on them. Now, what do I do as I go into the corporate world or as I start being an entrepreneur? Do I have the same focus as I did as a military person? Do I keep pushing people the same way? Or do I learn to be an actual, the human, learn how to do human mechanics and learn how to, how people work without being forced to do things? Yeah, I mean, certainly that is uh, one of those things that we have to figure out, right? The existential kind of crisis thing that we go through. But what I will say is, of all the veterans that I've spoken to, what I was really impressed by is, the tenacity that a lot of you have, you are so, when you really want something, you focus on it and you make it happen. And I think that you have that mental, mental, um, how should we say, like just the, the ability to be like hyper-focused, right? right? That tenacity, that ability to, um, just decide on something and go for it. I think it's just sometimes the clarity needs to come first, right? As soon as you have that clarity, you're, you're unstoppable. And what I also love is that because you've been trained physically, how to be in your, in like the top shape, I think there's also that sometimes spillover into how to be really strong mind mindfully, right? How to be able to be really sharp in the way that you look at things and think about things. And so I've seen a lot of veterans that really spend a lot of time getting to know themselves like you did for those 365 days where they're reading everything and they're listening to everything. And then they even go out and want to teach this to other people. So that's something that I really love seeing, you know, when, when I talk to people, because too often, I think we get this uh, story about the veteran who is just traumatized and, you know, they, they're feeling really stuck. And um, I think there's so much more to the story. I think that you guys have obviously seen a lot that most people don't see. And with all that, you're so strong, a lot of you, that you are able to then really shape your life in a new direction. And help other people, which, which is really what you're doing with your show. 
And that, that was my goal. My first goal for the show was to let their story be told. And then I realized this is a platform where I can get people, experts like you, that can come on and actually give them tips and tools that can help them break those barriers that are in their minds, really, of, of self-sabotage or the burnout syndrome cycle that just keeps happening to them because they try too much and they try to keep doing the same thing. And I think it's it's reaching a lot of people now. Uh, I get a lot of comments from uh, from guests, from uh, listeners about how uh, this uh, guest helped them or that guest helped them or I want to write a book now. So I know it's working. I know it, it's reaching them. And I know what you're doing it has to be helping people because everything that, that's listed on your like your website or in on your bio, they're all things that can help many people, not just the veteran cult community, but of course, the the audience who you actually started with was the the high figure uh, workers, the, the corporate people, entrepreneurs and such like that. So in that, in that cycle, how do you break their cycle of anxiety as they feel that burnout, but they don't really realize it's there. Well, like I said, the first thing is always to be able to have a name for what you're experiencing. And the way that we do that is by understanding what burnout is, what to look out for, what are those red flags? So you've already mentioned some of them, right? So if you're listening to this show and you've heard Rich say, you know, you're totally exhausted. You're running on adrenaline. You're not sleeping at night. Your whole body's kind of falling apart and you feel like you still have so much more to do, but you just can't get yourself up to do it. That's probably a sign of burnout, right? And the way you were describing your experience, it sounded like there was that drudgery feeling of, I got to do it. It's another day, but there's no motivation. There's no passion. You're not really plugged in mentally you're kind of just showing up and checking boxes that's not how life is supposed to feel and if that's how it feels there's probably something going on and chances are it could be burnout and actually what i would love to do is share with your listeners a burnout checklist that i put together so that they can actually go ahead and check in with themselves and see how they're doing and if what they're experiencing is burnout um so you know, we can share that link with people. It's, it's on my website, so you can easily find it. Um, and the other thing that I've been doing recently is also interviewing people about their burnout story, because my philosophy to take it even deeper is to not just understand, do I have burnout, but to understand why do I have burnout? And for each of us, believe it or not, it's actually very different. And so I'm bringing a lot of my psychology background into this and saying that, you know, what allows us to burn out is essentially three factors, right? It's our programming. So you talked before about maybe there's some childhood experiences that you've had. Those experiences actually shape how we see the world. Those are our schemas, our core beliefs. So if you have a certain way of looking at events, because of those early experiences, that's going to shape how you interpret things that are happening right now. And that's why you can be in the same situation as someone else and you are burning out and somebody else isn't. We often make that mistake where we think that it's our circumstances that are causing our burnout, but really it's how we're making sense of that situation. And that comes through that filter, that meaning making machine which is our thought processes. So you were asking like, how does somebody really take that first step? How do they recover, right? What, what is necessary? And part of it is 
when we're talking about mindset, it really is about creating that awareness about these are just thoughts, right? And sometimes that's hard to do because we have beliefs, we have certain patterns in the way that we think about things. And that comes from that programming. The second factor that we want to look into is our environmental stressors. So it could be that there are circumstances that are very traumatic, that we have things that we're currently doing that require a lot out of us, whether it's our work, whether it's the people that we engage with, whether it's that the fact that maybe we're going through a divorce or we have a new baby coming into the picture, or maybe your kid has special needs or there's so many different things that we go through, health concerns, right? A parent is dying. We have life happening all around us and that influences our ability to focus and our motivation and how we feel, all of it. And then finally, it's our personality. What I've been able to basically surmise as I've interviewed a bunch of people about their burnout story is that there are three burnout personalities or profiles, if you will, that really take into consideration how people show up. And that's why I say it's so different for each of us, how, you know, how that burnout manifests and why we become burned out. And the more you understand your personal factors, right? Whether it's your programming, the way that you look at the world, whether it's your personality, whether it's the external things that are happening, the more you understand why you've burned out. So understanding the root cause is really important because what happens is like we said in the beginning, if you, even if you know that you're burned out, if you don't necessarily understand the root cause, then maybe you do something to help you recover and you're like, okay, well now everything's fine. But if you're not going to change the way that you show up, chances are you're going to burn out again and again and again. And so I really think it's important for you to understand what is going on that's even bringing this up for you and then being able to make those strategic changes so that you can prevent them from happening again, in addition to recovering from it this time. Exactly. And I think uh, if you keep just going right back to the same thing, uh, it's just kind of like a a drug addict, they get that high and they can never get that high again. So they keep trying and trying and trying. So they keep going up that cycle up and down, up and down and go to deeper crash and go back up and not as high as they were, but you're going to recover and you'll feel that high of the recovery, but then you'll go right back and punch that wall and you burn out again, essentially where you can really not really ever come back to where your, your normal should be. Exactly. So it's really important for each of us to become kind of like detectives of our own lives and understand ourselves really well. Like, what are my patterns and where did this come from and how can I change it? How can I break out of it? Like you mentioned self-sabotage before, like, why is this, why does this keep happening to me? Right. If I'm burning out multiple times, I need to understand what's bringing me to this place. And what I typically find is that that's where the programming is really important to tap into because you're able to see are there certain patterns of thinking? Those, those belief structures are the things that are driving our behaviors. And that's how we end up with the same results again and again. The more you can kind of go back to the beginning of the script and see what is driving everything, the more you can kind of break that pattern and, and be able to just uh, break out of that sabotaging loop that you might be finding yourself in. 
Exactly. Yeah. And if, if someone was each one of us is different, obviously, so self-care might be different for each person as well. Yes. Thank you so much for saying that, because I think sometimes that word gets thrown around a lot and it's not really clear. Like we, yes, there are things that obviously we all as human beings would need, right? We need our basic needs taken care of. Like we need to sleep because that's probably one of the most important things in terms of recharging our batteries. And certainly we need to drink lots of water and we need to eat healthy foods and we need to exercise. Like there's so much that is true for everyone. And also there are probably certain things that you need to prioritize depending on where you're at in this moment, right? So if you're burned out, maybe there's like focusing on all of those things is going to be overwhelming. And then you just give up and you don't even try, which keeps you stuck in it even longer. So it's really about being able to prioritize and say like, what do I need most right now? If I'm not sleeping, then probably that should be more of a focus than what I'm eating and even exercising or doing anything else, right? Because without sleep, we really do fall apart. Our health deteriorates. We're not able to focus. We have no energy. We have no motivation. It can affect our mood. We can fall into depression and anxiety and all of these things. So maybe that becomes your project, right? And you figure out what do I need to do in order to sleep? Now, in order to sleep, you might need to get out of that fight or flight that is running the show. And so then the question is, so what do I need to do in order to calm my nervous system down, right? And maybe that's where I do some breathing or meditation, or I listen to some relaxing music. Like that's where you start to figure out all the nuances of what you need to do, but it starts with what do I need right now the most and how do I get there? Perfect right there. Cause like we, like you said, a lot of people will say you must do X, Y, and Z as your self care or, or you're never going to get better. And it doesn't, and not, no two people are the same. So X, Y, and Z may not be the same for everybody. And that's perfect. What you just said there. Thank you. <laughs> if you can give someone tips of things to look for, that they, when they, they're in the spiral, but they don't know it. What are some eye openers that would be there if they just stopped and looked? In terms of understanding that you're burned out? That you're burning out, you're in that burnout cycle. Yeah, well, burnout has like the main red flags that we always talk about, which are mental exhaustion, cynicism, and a decrease in productivity or your accomplishments, right? And it kind of makes sense if you think about it. If you're feeling so mentally checked out, like you can't focus, you might start feeling really cynical about the work that you're doing and what, why you're even there. And like, this is never going to work. And this is kind of BS, right? Like this never going to end. Right. And so just feeling really negative and the less you can focus and the more negative attitude you have, the less you're going to be able to be productive and actually accomplish things. But what happens is then you see that you're not producing the same way that you're used to. And then what people typically do is they fall into this trap of, Now they interpret that to mean that there's something wrong with them and that they'll never be able to recover or they get into that fear state because then they're like, but I don't know, I don't know what to do, right? Like instead of understanding, oh, I'm burning out now that I know that I need to do X, Y, Z to recover, 
if you don't know what's going on, then you start panicking. And when we are panicked, we get into that fight or flight state again. And now we really are running on adrenaline. So maybe there were all these circumstances in place that brought you to this place of burnout. But now this is why you stay stuck in that spiral because of your interpretations of what's going on. So in order for us to avoid that altogether, what I recommend is first and foremost, understand that what you're going through has a name. And these are the big red flags that you want to be on the lookout for. But what I've also done is when I've interviewed all these different people on their burnout story, and I was able to catalog based on common factors, like what are these three profiles in terms of personality? I also looked at what are the things that helped them? What are the things that kind of got them to burn out? And then what are the things that helped them recover? And so if people want to get even more detailed into what, you know, not just understanding, do I have burnout, but what are my personality factors that may be contributing to my story? And what are other people who have this profile? What are they using to help them? I've actually created like a whole course on that. So people can really go deep and understand themselves more. I think the more we understand ourselves, the better off we're going to be in terms of our recovery strategy, because we're going to be focusing not just on, okay, yes, I'm burned out and I need to recover, but like specifically, what do I need, right? If I know that I'm the kind of person who pushes myself to the brink because I have this underlying fear of not being enough, not doing enough, then I have to tackle that belief, right? There's, there's often that idea where we're associating our productivity with our self-worth. And if that's you, then you're going to constantly be pushing yourself more and more and more until you run out of steam. And so even if you recover right now and you haven't changed that pattern in yourself, you're going to burn out again. And it's going to show up, not just at work. It's going to show up, you know, on you know, if you're, if you're a soldier, it's going to show up in your relationships. It's going to show up everywhere you go, where you just feel like it's never enough. And that's exhausting. Right. <laughs> and if you're the kind of person who is always taking care of everybody else's needs and you're putting yourself on the back burner, right. If you're that people pleaser, then you're not going to have clarity about what to do for yourself because you're, you're so f- used to focusing on other people. Right. So, right. So then we have to look at well, what's leading me to believe that I'm not as important as other people, right? We have to look at where did that even come from? Where did I get that notion that I don't matter, right? And if you're the kind of person who's stuck in all of this negative chaos in your mind, you're constantly beating yourself up, you're, you're that perfectionist who feels like nothing you do is ever good enough, right? And you're always trying to do it better, do it better, do it better, then that's also really exhausting. And it takes so much longer to get things done, which is maybe why you're burning out. Maybe it's not the fact that you have so much on your plate, but like that You take one thing and you make it like that much bigger than it needs to be. And so we need to look at how to be more compassionate with yourself and how to just accept the fact that things aren't going to be perfect and that's okay. And how letting go of some of that control can really allow you to breathe more and be more centered and focused. Outstanding. I think if the listeners listen to that and they grasp it, it'll help them out a lot. And how does someone get in contact with your, you know, find your checklist or, or take one of your courses? Sure. So 
my website is drsharongrossman.com and I've got a bunch of resources on the homepage, but if you want the checklist directly, you can go to drsharongrossman.com forward slash burnout checklist. So that's free and available for everyone. And I also have a podcast. If you're looking to hear about other people's burnout stories and see if any of their stories really resonate with your own and what's helped those people and kind of figuring out if you can utilize some of their tools, tips, and tricks, then um, my podcast is called Decode Your Burnout. So that's another free resource that people can utilize. And then um, once, you know, there's also like a newsletter on my homepage. So if you want to really stay in the know and like hear about all the things that I'm writing about the get, get weekly updates on the podcast and some other resources, then you can subscribe to my newsletter and I'll keep you in the know and everything related to burnout that you ever wanted to know. Awesome. Uh, thanks again for taking some of your time to come on with us here and chat with us on the Misfit Nation and uh, taking some of your time to share with us your story. Thank you so much for having me. It was it was amazing to share it and I hope it was helpful to your listeners. I'm sure everyone, someone out there got something from it. At least one person. That's a success. Amazing. You know how we do this. Thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on Fit Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible. If you want to, please become a supporter to help us carry this thing on. We appreciate you. If you know someone that brings that energy, has a great story, is an up-and-comer in any industry of music, in the arts, have them reach out to us on TheMisfitNation.com. We will get back to them within one day and get them on here so they can share their story with the world. As always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling, because we are Fit Nation.